0: Or you might just need an awesome place to eat. Southside Pod! Mark Greenwood Evergreen! Blue Island Beverly Pay listen all sub to. You're tuned into to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak oh, Midlothian! Southside Pod! Oak oh, Chicago Ridge, Flossmoor, and Bridgeview. You're listening to Southside Pod! Pod.
1: And belly on up to the 9-foot homemade oak bar, pour yourself a cold one. My name is Chris, that's Bill, that's Mike, this is Southside Pod, 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb for the Southside. Brought to you proudly by Family Waterproofing Solutions, named one of the Southland's best for the past two years. Bowing walls, window wells, foundation crack repairs, sump pumps, gutter cleaning, anything that keeps water out of the basement protects the foundation they deal with it and they do an incredible job. Call 247 708 330 4466 Your basement's best defense is at familydry.com. We normally travel all over the south side to every suburb we can find. Inside the city, the Beverly neighborhood is always fun. Mount Greenwood, I see you, Blue Island, Lamont, Palis, Elsip, you name it. This week though, we're staying home at the bar. I'd like to come up with like a better reason for it, but really it was scheduling. We're back out at a bunch of different spots next week. This week, we're bringing the guests in here. It's kind of like when you have plans and then you sit there and you say, you know what, I just need a break and I'm gonna sit on my couch and I'm gonna watch TV. I'm probably jealous of my teenagers to be honest with you. I always said I was never gonna put a TV in their room. That was like something I wasn't gonna do, even though I had one when I was a teenager, but I was like, ah, you don't need one of those. Get out of your room, be around the family. They have so many devices they can watch TV on. I, I They just live in there. I got jealous. I wanted to live in here for a week.
0: I put a TV in my seven-year-old's room, but it was for my wife. I don't watch really t- any TV, but my wife does.
1: I just like a place where I could sit down if I need like a half hour to turn my brain that's off. That's the bathroom you know? for me. Well, besides... <laughs> I
0: mean, that's so, the bathroom for What if I don't, need to, dad, if I don't need to go? You just go in there and yeah, sit there? Yeah, I don't there? even take my pants down sometimes. <laughs> go on you my phone for a sit on the toilet? Yeah. Turn the music on so no yeah. one knows what you're <laughs> doing. You always got <laughs> yeah, to turn the, the vent trick on. The trick to hiding
1: in the bathroom is turning the vent on. With the vent on... It's an indication that I'm going to be in here for a while. Yep. Plus, there's a little it's like white a noise. out the tie on the door. Right. <laughs> it's a little on white noise. Dead it's, busy. A, it's a right. poop tie. Don't go in yeah. there. Okay. There's a lot of. There's a lot going on. Right. And and it, it's covering up like any kind of like if you're watching videos in there, they right. don't even know you wait, can watch wait, a full video. Kind of kind videos of are you watching? I was yeah, talking, what? watching a movie uh-huh. or something oh, like that. Kind what of movie? kind of movie? Right. Right. All right, back down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, we have our favorite Southside organizer, uh, Colleen Klimczak. She does the Your Organized Life podcast. Uh, she also is a professional organizer, peace of mind, professional organizing. She's been on the show a couple of times before, and I brought you down here because the guys made fun of me <laughs> because my Christmas decorations are still up. Now, they're not all still up, Colleen, but its I'm not going up on the side of the roof until it gets warm. So I I, I I unplugged the lights that run along the roof, but it's obvious they're still there because they're these big colored lights that are just hanging off my house. Am I ridiculous?
2: You are not ridiculous. I, I told you straight up when you asked. I'm not going to judge. I did notice these still bright colored lights yeah. when I walked up to the house. <laughs> they're not on. They're, they're not on. But I don't want to climb are, up there yet. They are brightly yeah. colored. Yeah. Um, so y- like, good for you because we never... And by we, I really mean me, because I'm the one who decorates. Um, we we never uh climb. So good for you. Like ours are like
1: So you never even climb up on the mine
2: side are me level and ground like they are ground level. Oh, I've
1: electrocuted myself. I've oh, I've Chevy chased man. it and fallen and grabbed onto the gutter so I don't go all the way to the ground. <laughs> like I've really I've had my moments in 17 years in this house, and that's why now at 45 years old, there's no way I'm going up there until it's a nice spring day the neighbors are gonna have to walk by my lights not lit up but still multicolored, still there. hanging off the side of the house until at least st patrick's Day.
2: and I, I, again i i'm not gonna judge
1: you organize for other people
2: right? i do so I, is
1: there anybody else out there that you come across that keeps up something because like oh, that's sure. the thing like oh I, my gosh I, I mean, absolutely like, i'm that's gonna hang out there for a while for me
2: <laughs> well um there are people out there that really do like put it up in October and don't take it down till like February or March. Right. Because it just makes them happy. Um, I don't necessarily. Like the, that's the Christmas tree. Um, so the lights. I like I said. First, let's just give you props that you actually put them up. Okay. Right. Okay. See, this I like
1: having festive, you on. Yes. You look at me. You're like, look at you. You got out of bed. You did a great job, Chris. <laughs> good
2: for you. Did you Attaboy. put on? <laughs> did you put on
1: pants today? And a boy.
2: You look. You look clean. <laughs> I'm sure we're good. Took a shower um, and everything. You're, you're, you're way like to go. You're like. You're like what I need.
1: Like you're. You're like my pseudo mob. <laughs> uh, okay. Good right. Good job. Good job. Way to get them. <laughs> Up the face of the day. Look at you, you haven't had a bourbon and it's already four in the afternoon. You're doing great.
2: <laughs> you are. <laughs> and it is festive. Like honestly, I think you could leave the the folks at home cannot see. The the lights behind the bar they're very festive. Yeah,
1: that I'm probably gonna take down because to me. It would lose all meaning to put them up during the holiday season. Now, that is
2: my that is how I feel about it. Um, Is that if you just have it up all the time, it does lose like the special, you know what I mean, the specialness. And these are those
1: big C nine bulbs too. Like one of these days, the bar is going to burn down because I have them up. So that's why that's why they're going to go down. So,
2: but it does require, like it does require work. Right. As much work as it did to put them up, it requires a team effort occasionally to take them down as well. So first things first is we usually unplug them right after Christmas as well. I would leave the twinkle, like I just have white lights on my front of my house. I really do love the look. So I unplug that though, because <clears throat> I also hear that it does run up the electric, electric bill. You yeah. see. Yeah your husband's yelling at you like, he's not yelling. look he at know, these no, lights. No, no, he's very kind. But I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Um, and so, yes, it was kind of funny. So sometime in the last, I don't know, 12 years that I've been on Facebook, apparently yesterday, you know, 10 years ago was a very nice day because I put on Facebook, okay, people, it is time. It's a nice day out and we're supposed to get snow this weekend. Take down your Christmas lights before they're covered in snow again until March. So like somewhere along the way... That was actually out there. I'm kind of a, you know, the real cutoff is like February 1st. I love it. You're like, the best. Like, you gave me encouragement. You I told just, me I got
1: until February. You
2: know, I have an appointment in February for a client to take down their Christmas stuff. So it in February, well, I mean, it's the first week of February, but, but still, it just didn't happen in January.
1: So so it's, it, it, you're, I'm not the only one. You are not. Me and the that. village of Blue Island. Because I drove through Blue Island <laughs> like a couple of days ago. And it still says Seasons Greetings across oh, Western you know, Avenue. That could be for and I'm forever. Like, I'm like, it's January 20th or something like that. Like I was like, Blue Island. Blue Island is is the guy at the end of the block on the south side who doesn't take down his lights until February. (laughs) That's what Blue Island is. Do
2: you notice, though, like, if you see somebody else with their wreath up still on their door, you're like, oh, man, I still got my... Oh, I was going to say something, but turns out, you know, mine's still up, too. But what's funny to
1: me is I travel around the suburbs, right? Yeah. Blue Island is the one that still has the colored lights up, like (laughs) me. It's like, I'm not taking those down till it's warm, right? Meanwhile, I went to Lamont last week, And when I go to Lamont, of course, all the colored lights are down, but they have their things that are hanging off their light post. Those could be up for months. Absolutely. They're like, they're like the non-specific just light things that yes. are hanging up there. And yes, like, exactly. It's January lights. Like they just convert over to it. So it's a tail. I mean, basically they're the person on your block that just <laughs> hits the little sensor <laughs> thing and now their colored lights turn into twinkly white lights and they'll eventually be red lights for Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day green lights for St. Patrick Patrick's Day Saint Patrick. and they exactly. never take them down but they look nope. classy. That's the yes. difference. Right.
2: So that has actually been a strategy that clients have used um, that... That okay, take down all of the decor except the straight, solid red things. Yeah. Like red, white, and sparkly. That can stay up until mid-February. We're good. And then, you know, like kind of easing out the the white and sparkly, and then we just put back up some green things, again, we're good. Um, so you can you can fudge. You can, you know, find your <laughs> sweet spot of not undecorating until spring, I'm hearing.
1: Colleen Klimzak has her own podcast. It's called Your Organized Life. I want you to check it out. She's got really good advice. She helps me stay organized. Um, I, I was going to mention to you that I thought of you today, actually. All right. Snow was falling, and I watched a very young mother who lives next door to me who's got like two little ones, right? Like the one of them is probably still being described as how many months they're,
2: got it. they're on okay. this earth. And okay. the other
1: one's probably four. And she's got them all bundled up as this thick snow is coming down right on Wednesday. And the thick snow is coming to the ground and she's out there trying to build a snowman. But there's not (laughs) enough snow on the ground for you to roll a snowman without picking up all the leaves and mud underneath the snow. So she really made a mud man. And as she was doing this... While these kids are just sitting on the front lawn, picking their noses, like mom brought me out here and stuck me out here while she made this snowman all by myself, I figured to myself, this is a woman who scheduled out her day today, and the only time for building a snowman was right here, so I'm doing it, No no matter if there's enough snow on the ground or not, I'm doing it.
2: Whether the snow is ready or not. I'm doing, well, I mean, you got to, with littles, you, you got naps.
1: Is that the plight? Is that the plight of an organized mom? Got Is that they, they've got to, you got to oh, make I a mud know. man every once in a while?
2: You, well, yeah, I'm, eh, mud man, I think that works. <laughs> you know, the goal was met. Uh, but, you know, it, it's I, like, I shoveled. Right. It's slap. Right. It's such a, I, it would be a slush man. Like, how would you?
1: See, I you're got so it. forgiving to everybody. Look at you, you made a mud man.
0: You're <laughs> <laughs> doing such a good job over there. What was a its name in Bambi, it was Thumper. What's this called in Radio Speak? It's called a bumper.
1: It's a bumper. Southside Pod listeners, remember, if you've been injured, you need a team that will do what it takes to fight for your rights. The insurance companies only care about one thing, the bottom line. Law offices of Parente and Norm, they've been with us now for a while. Good folks over there. Their team has the experience, dedication, and proven results it takes to get you the care and compensation You deserve they have recovered over four and a quarter million four hundred and twenty five million dollars so far for their injured clients. And every time I check the website, it keeps growing for a free case evaluation right now. Listeners to this show can call or text them at 312-641-5926 or visit pninjurylaw.com. What kind of guitar are you playing right now? This
3: is uh, this is my baby.
1: If you walk, if you turn your your mouth away from the microphone, the nobody effect. Here's what you have uh, to say. So what what what? This now is that this looks really fancy to me.
3: This be is this is my nice Taylor. So okay. this was a Christmas gift a couple of years ago from from my in laws. So,
1: so what? Like here's the thing. I've seen you play my acoustic guitar, which really was like a starter guitar. Yeah. Right. And I never really started very much, right? No, right. My kid brought... It was
3: always dusty every time
1: I touched it. I still have it in a closet here somewhere, right? You, you've got this thing that, that is just really fancy and really pretty. But the thing is, when you play mine... You get a really good sound out of it, so I mean, is it really that big of a difference, or is there, this like one of those things where guitar players just see something shiny and they pay a lot of money and they could just do it with it's, like? It's not the tool; it's the man guitar. behind the tool. Right, at some right? point, Right.
3: I mean, there's there's a difference between a two hundred dollar guitar. You can you can hear the difference between a two hundred dollar guitar, five hundred dollar guitar, and a thousand dollar really? guitar. Really?
1: See, I can imagine Joe Ryan hears a difference. I don't know about you. You hear a difference. No.
3: No, there yeah. If I played if I played the same song on this guitar and your guitar right now, you would hear a difference. Really? Yes. Okay. You would totally hear it.
1: You would definitely hear a difference if I was playing it instead yes. of you.
0: Especially That'd if you awful. were playing your guitar That'd and I was awful. playing my guitar. There would be a major difference. Best but, thing
1: I could do on the guitar right now is just break it like I'm in a Nirvana concert. Like you're the honky tonk man. man.
0: <laughs> that would be cool too.
1: I don't think he was smashing expensive guitars. What do you think? I don't you know. Think, I don't even think those guitars worked. <laughs> I was sitting at a bar in New England I was thinking about another beer An acoustic mic walked in And I said, what are you doing here? He said, I brought in my guitar now And I'm looking for something to sing I was sitting at a bar in New England and I was thinking about another beer I was sitting in a bar in New England While Bill sat at the bar And he looked at acoustic mic
0: said, let's sing right now And Mike started playing a few chords Found it all right to me And he said, don't you know this one By a band called XYZ I said, I never heard of them He said, I wouldn't think you would And I said, can you play something normal? (laughs) And he said, maybe I could And I said, please, please, please Play something and don't rush and he said, Did you just say rush? And he started playing Tom Sawyer by Rush on a name while we the day stops. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, that's awesome. All right, I'm going to bring a guy back down here to the 9-Foot Homemade Oak Bar to join us. Uh, Butch Zemar was on, I want to say, almost a month ago, and uh, we learned all about his time fixing jets on Navy aircraft carriers. Butch is one of the most interesting people on the South Side. How are you, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for inviting me back. Oh, I I brought you back because I saw this story that's been going around on the Internet for, I want to say, the last couple of days. And the video is incredible. You were a scuba diver as well. Not in the Navy. You weren't a Navy scuba diver. You just became like a professional, like it was like your professional hobby after the Navy,
3: right? 100%. Actually, it started before the Navy. And then in the Navy, I kept taking classes, um, did a lot of East Coast shipwreck diving, and then came back home and started taught scuba here in the Midwest. Yeah,
1: you would go by the moniker Scuba Butch, right? And that's right. I yeah. love it. If you if you Google Scuba Butch, you can get a good picture of uh, a Butch Zemar here. Okay, that's something to do, Southside Pod listeners. So- I saw this thing. The video is incredible. Family is scuba diving. The brother gets swept away by something while he's in the middle of the dive and is out floating in the middle of the ocean for hours on end. Coast guards looking, And the way I read the article is almost like the coast guard looked and was like, yeah, probably never finding this guy again. And the family didn't give up and they spot him. Floating out there and then like, you know, like his like brother and sister are pulling him out of the boat. It's really emotional. It's like quite a video. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, OK, I get it. Like a guy gets swept out by a riptide at like on a beach. And I I get it like a guy falls off of a boat somewhere. But I can't imagine how a scuba diver like in a, in a controlled dive just gets swept out to sea. So you're nodding like, yeah, that can happen. It happens more often than you think. Really?
3: Oh, yeah. Why do
1: you do this dangerous sport? Like, this sounds like the scariest <laughs> thing I've ever heard of.
3: Well, with with all the training, uh, it actually reduces the risk, uh, risk. You probably have a better chance of getting hurt bowling than you do scuba diving.
1: Like, I know we're not doing a lot of scuba diving here in Chicago, although you've told me that you've done the Great Lakes, right? You've hit, you've hit, uh, you ever go after the Edmund Fitzgerald uh, not yet.
3: Not yet. It's on the bucket list. Is that a tough dive? Uh, it's deeper, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah and, so and you it's gotta colder. Know, You gotta know all the words of the song, too. You gotta you
1: gotta sing it there, you gotta sing it on the way back, you gotta do all that.
3: Sure, sure. I gotta I got a lot of practicing to do. <laughs> so
1: but our good friend Butch here sitting at the nine foot homemade oak bar is brought to you this week by SidSauce.net. Locally grown peppers, locally bottled sauces, the best hot sauces you're gonna find anywhere. Delivered to your door, pretty much the entirety of the Southside Pod listening area for free. Al Capone versus the Unabomber. I can't have a taco in this house without putting that sauce on there. Highly recommended. Got a little strawberry flavor in it, and it's hot. Check out all they have to offer. Make your orders at SidSauce.net. I know a lot of people go on vacations, and they go to these resorts, or they go on a cruise or whatever, and somebody says, you want to go scuba? And people are like signing up and they've never done it before. But then I read something like this and I go, this guy looks like he was a pro. looks like the whole family. This is what they do. Okay. They've got the boat. They were doing their own dive. Like that's how into this they are. And this guy gets swept away. So now it makes me think like, ah, maybe the cruise uh, coordinator isn't the best guy to set me up with a, with scuba diving. Like uh, what's
3: the difference? the first thing I was thinking of was going through that is most people don't get blown off of any any dive and so what
1: causes is it like there's, yeah, like there's like a rip-tide. river float tide. yeah, so it's, it's, yeah. It's still or
3: happening current. out there yeah okay. it's because they weren't expecting it they weren't planning for it and those are the things were rattling in my head while you were talking and they don't go through and walk through the steps maybe they've never taken that portion of the class it is rare like so yeah it happens more often than you think but it is rare there's something you do when you feel that happening that oh, you should be doing it should be doing yeah and and if you go to to better dive spots so not like and no offense to mexico mexico just high volume moving through but if you go to bonaire or aruba some of these nicer places um for sure they'll actually have somebody that say okay if this happens you do this if this happens you do this
1: all right, and I'm going to remember that under the water.
3: Uh, you're going to hope so. Yeah, yeah, hope so. I mean, so, yeah, it's just a matter of walking through it, right? So, you, uh, and most of the time, you've already taken the class, you've already learned about it, you've read about it at some point, and some guy is saying, "Okay, remember in your book, you did this, this, and this." So, this is what we're going to do, and 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 hopefully you remember. But in some cases, a panic occurs. So, like for example, that uh, my podcast I mentioned about, I got blown off a shipwreck and did everything wrong. And, 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 of course, I had to swim back to the boat, which I shouldn't have done. And there's obviously uh, repercussions of that being exhausted, maybe dehydration, uh, you know, a number of things, seasick.
1: Why would you swim back to the boat? They don't come and find you?
3: Uh, I should have waited because they did see me and my panicked. You were yeah. like, I'm, I'm I swimming like, back. I, I, well, I was also young and immortal at the time. and thought I could uh, <laughs> that, uh, just that's swim. That's how
1: you die, Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you die. Right. That's like, I mean, seriously, I mean, isn't that how, like, I think that most people who have spent time in the ocean mm-hmm. at any point, they've done something surfed, uh, uh, boogie boarded, uh, gone scuba diving mm-hmm. snorkeled or something like that. There is that moment where they realize I'm not as tough as the ocean. Right. Cause I know I went, I went to Hawaii with, uh, the brother rice marching band in my junior year. Great trip. Nothing like sending six chaperones with 120 kids, boys and girls, when they're 16 years old and there's a beach nearby. That was a great trip I'll always remember, okay? But I remember there was a point where we were just renting like those, those boogie boards, like the ones you lay on, right? And we were going out on the water, and I thought I was immortal and got myself stuck on the other side of one of the piers up against like a break wall. It was panic time at that point. And the only thing that saved me is that I said to myself, if I stand on the coral, I'm going to cut my foot but I can walk across this and escape. And that was it. Otherwise I'd have just been battered to death at 17 years old. That would have been the end of me. There would have been no podcast. None of this stuff would have happened, but I learned the ocean will get you right. Hundred So that's, that's what you learned as well. When you got stuck, uh, just like this guy, Yeah, this guy like, learned, you yeah. learned as well.
3: Oh yeah. And sometimes it takes that one learned lesson uh, to go through it. But You know, and when we teach scuba classes, we always tell them we go back to what we were trained in. And so some scuba classes, you get what you pay for in in some ways. But a scuba instructor should walk you through all the scenarios and actually have you physically do it. Even if you only do it once, you're more likely to repeat that event again and and even in a panic.
1: Check out the Zmar podcast. Uh, Butch has a a podcast on the broadcast basement on demand radio network. Uh, he's, He's seriously one of the most interesting people on the south side. He should tell more stories. Like, this is why I bring you on the show, because I don't think you tell stories enough. Like when I hang out with you, you just basically just like are like a normal dude. And then when I when I press you for things, it's like, oh, yeah, I lived on an aircraft carrier and I took care of fighter jets and I go scubaing and I go and hit these shipwrecks and just like all this stuff. Hockey, you 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 uh, I know that you've refed hockey games. And you got a bunch of kids that are in hockey and just like you're always doing stuff. And then you have the most boring job in the world because you sell insurance. That's
3: right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to bring more stories to this but, table, huh? But
1: I use you all the time. The thing I love about your show is that after I hear one of the Butch stories, he tells me how I can uh, find a way to not pay that medical
3: bill, which I love. Like, save money. Never pay the first bill, huh? Yeah, never yeah. pay the first bill. You could save the money and go on a scuba trip now.
1: Right, exactly. Exactly. All right, Butch Zmar, Scuba Butch. Check him out. The Zmar Podcast. Thanks so much, my friend. Thank you. If you want to catch up on any episodes of Southside Pod, there's lots of them. They're all on demand. Anywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. If you missed last week, solid show. It's right there for you. We went out to Lamont to Barrel and Vine. We also found maybe a new character for the show at Cork and Carrie in Beverly. Actually, Bill wants to bring back maybe the most unsettling guest we've ever had in the show. What was that just a couple of months ago around Halloween the ghostbuster right
0: Yeah Why I want to be here for him
1: No he can't come back into my house again He's
0: probably standing outside now
1: He's probably standing in the bushes there It will be
0: like yeah that would be bad I think that, I, the ghostbuster.
1: I, th- I think it's funny cuz Mike was Mike was asking like do you think the do you think people get upset when we make fun of them right Because like we we make jokes yeah. about everything but people have been pretty good about it like we've had really we've had advertisers. You've made joke about jokes about advertisers, yeah. and they think it's great. Like perfect example, Tom Walsh over there thinks that the best thing. Like he, Every he's week. no longer the sponsor, right? And he and his <laughs> it only sounds thing sounds like it
0: works. And <laughs> no, 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 he still has
1: he still has ads on the show. Just family waterproofing solutions.
0: They had yeah. a lot of money. They gave a
1: drop some money. Yeah, I've okay? used them dozens of times. But but Tom's thing was Tom's thing was. Can I still have you guys make fun of Mike for not keeping his money with me? Because that's my favorite part. When you call Mike <laughs> stupid on the show, I yeah. laugh out loud every time. my favorite part oh, of the and show. And you know so. what? If it, it's worth money, we will call you stupid every yep, week. So right. you're just going to have to take it.
3: Whatever it takes that I keep getting this big paycheck, Chris, I'm all for it. Oh, there's no paycheck, Mike.
1: Tom Walsh, your Edward Jones financial advisor, is a great friend of the show. He takes care of my money, he takes care of bills. Mike is stupid. Like, for example, what Tom did for me is I work for the Cook County Sheriff's Police as a 911 dispatcher, and after 10 years, I get a partial pension. Not that big, but he's able to sit there, take a look at it, look at my deferred compensation, roll that into something else, which we later rolled into a fund that my business pays into. He's a wizard for crying out loud. Great financial advisor. He's right on the corner of 111th and Kedzie. Tom Walsh, your Edward Jones financial advisor. Give him a call today at 773 779 0023. (laughs) As we like to do towards the end of every episode, let's take a look at what's going on this weekend on the South Side. If you ever have anything for the South Side Bulletin Board or you want to reach out to us, remember you can do it through SouthSidePod.com. There's contact forms. There's a little microphone there if you want to send us a message, like you can leave a voice message if you have like a microphone in your device. Use it just like a phone. Talk through your iPad. I don't know what to use. But it's all there for you at SouthsidePod.com. Friday, 7 p.m. in Blue Island at the Blue Island Beer Company, American Hustle, is Leonard Skinner. Doors at 7, show at 8, 21 and over, 10 bucks. If you're not into music and instead you're into ghosts and scary stories, yes, that still exists even in January. Friday night, 7 p.m., Ghostly Good Night at 5561 West 127th Street, Moonlight Bin. The art shop has a host coming in to talk ghost stories on the south side of Chicago and the suburbs. It's a BYOB event. There's also going to be pizza pop, soda, water, and a gift bag of sorts being given to you for $25 to attend the event. You get your tickets through Eventbrite. In Tinley Park, live music from the Smiley Tillman Band. People who have seen this band love it. They have played some bigger festivals. They're going to be at Hailstorm Brewing Company starting at 6 p.m. Beautiful, beer hall, and you can see Smiley Tillman for no cover charge. They're there in the tap room from 6 to 9 p.m., all ages welcome with the kitchen open in Tinley Park at Hailstorm Brewing, 860 186th Street. I mean, seriously, there's a ton of stuff going on, on the South Side this weekend. Your look at it brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard and Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative. Full taster bar, great CBD products, brand new location at 95th and Ketsy. Check out all they have to offer at coolcloudsvapor.com. And right next to them is a brand new location that the same owners of Cool Clouds is opening up It's a really cool wine bar called Spoke and Vine. Coming up this Monday on the EP podcast, also on the broadcast basement on-demand radio network, I get a sneak peek of Spoke and Vine at 95th and Kenzie. When you look at Saturday, the Bourbon Belts are gonna be at Open Outcry Brewing in Beverly Morgan Park. They don't normally do musical acts. This is also the first performance of the year for the Bourbon Belts. I don't see a cover charge listed, so I'm assuming it's free. Late in the evening on Saturday, Mr. Blotto is playing Hearts Saloon in Evergreen Park, 9858 South Artesian Avenue. I don't know if you've been to Hearts lately. When I was younger, it was basically a copper bar. That's the easiest way to describe it. Like my dad would take me in there and all of his friends would be there from the different districts. Now they bring in a lot of musical acts and Mr. Blotto draws. Doesn't go on until 10 p.m., but that could be a late-night stop for you on Saturday. Then again, you could be at Ice Cube at Horseshoe in Hammond, Indiana. Ice Cube is coming to town? Whatever you're doing this weekend, have a great time. We will see you next time on Southside Pod. It's
0: the Southside! It's the Southside! Y'all come back now here